Welcome to Treasure Valley Podcast. I am Chuck. Today's episode is brought to you by Lower Gentry Studios. Here at Lower Gentry Studios, we record pictures, we record sounds, we put them together in an amalgam, and we present them to you on the internet. You can go to www.lowergentrystudios.com to catch our original content, which includes this podcast, a couple of feature films, a web series, and other things that we may come up with at any given time. So you should probably visit that website frequently, um, especially after you're done listening to this. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure you look. Yeah. Yeah. Just check it every, you know, every hour. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. We might put something that you really love up in there. I have internet here over 80 hours a week. So intermittently, depending on how frequently I pay my bills. So I could upload something. Yeah. Right now. All right. Including this. Why is today special? Today is special because today is the anniversary of the Gettysburg Address. (gasps) The Gettysburg Address. That's one of my favorite addresses. Yes. It happened in 1863. Okay. I was agreeing with you that, yes, it is one of your favorite addresses. It happened in 1863 on November 19th, and um, I'm going to give you some other pointers here. Okay. If you're going to go visit the location of the Gettysburg Address, you're going to have to visit some other important addresses. Okay. The first would be 35 Carlisle Street. Okay. Do you want to know what that is? No. I'm going to tell you anyway. It's the Gettysburg <laughs> train station address. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wait a minute, wait a minute. So you're saying other famous Gettysburg addresses. That's what you're saying. Or what? not famous, or just important Gettysburg addresses. Yeah, there's everybody knows about the Gettysburg address, which was Lincoln's speech, but you also need to know other Gettysburg addresses if you're going to go to Gettysburg. Okay, I gotcha. It's in Pennsylvania. Wait, 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 way to go, Elliot, for setting up your joke because you didn't properly do it before you started going on us. I didn't, but that's okay. Okay, that's why you're here. All right, okay, keep on going. Uh, so once you get to the train station, if you want to send a a postcard, yeah, you're gonna want to go to 115 Buford Avenue because that's where the Gettysburg Post Office is. Okay. If you're living in Gettysburg right now, you're laughing so hard at this joke. Okay. So hopefully the Gettysburg crowd, I don't know how many people, I haven't looked at the statistics, how many people live in that zip code. Well, I think right now it doesn't, or like in a couple days, isn't isn't the bird population like sore? In Gettysburg? Yeah. Oh, because of all the dead bodies. Yeah, the birds still come there to feed off of all the dead bodies. They like changed their migration patterns. Because they were eating all the dead soldiers from the Civil War. Yeah, because back in the day, they just let them like rot on the ground, I guess. I don't know. Or they they, they probably dug mass graves. Actually, they definitely did dug mass graves. It took them a while. Yeah, it just took them a while. Because the soldiers are usually responsible for burying the other soldiers, I yeah, think. Yeah, and so, especially when, you know. And they were all many done. Them, yeah, when, when that many of them die. And crazy. if you want to go in Gettysburg, uh, next stop is going to be 219 Baltimore Street. That's another Gettysburg address. Okay. That's the Museum of History. Okay. So you you want to go to that Gettysburg address. Good. And if you want to see the other side of the war, you'll want to go to 385 Lincoln Highway. That's Lee's headquarters. Ah, Lee's headquarters. I feel like I'm doing a Bob uh, Paul Schaefer thing where I keep on just repeating the end of your sentences. Thank you. Ah, yeah. Because sometimes I don't listen to myself. I tune in and out, and it's good to have a reminder of where I left off. Okay, how many more Gettysburg addresses are there? I got one left because those are the only important ones until it gets to lunchtime, and then you're going to want to go to 1350 York Road. Okay. What's that? that? Taco Bell. Ah, Taco Bell, yeah. (laughs) It's a good one. (laughs) Paul (laughs) Schaefer. That was a good impersonation of somebody impersonating Paul Schaefer from <laughs> '90s SNL. Yeah, I don't, I don't actually know what Paul Schaefer like, is, like what he sounds like. I don't Other know. than I need the sunglasses and I need to like adjust them constantly. <laughs> you could just get those tinted. 
Oh yeah, perfect. That would work. All right. So, so is that is that the end of that segment of the Gettysburg addresses? That's all I have for Gettysburg addresses. I didn't really want to look up any more addresses in Gettysburg. All right. After I looked up the first. Yeah, I mean it makes sense. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you want to do you want to uh, should we premiere a new segment? Yes. Today we're going to do some story time because Elliot and I were talking about our experiences in various jobs throughout the courses of our lives, and we have some tales to tell. So, go ahead, have a seat if you're not already sitting, and buckle up if you're driving, (laughs) because we're going to share some stories. Here's some story time. It's story time. Sit down and listen to the tales I'll tell you this time. All right. Story time. It is so. Story we're time. wait, wait. So for story time, we're trying to keep within the 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 parameter of bad jobs, right? Yes. Okay. Elliot and I Crappy have had jobs. Have right? had many jobs that we, in our lifetimes, but we don't put all of them on the resume because every time you apply for something else, there's like work history. Yeah. What is exactly. This? Yeah. You weren't in that job for all an entire year. Psh, no. Psh. Exactly. It doesn't take me a year to figure out a job is awful. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. HR department. Mm-hmm. Jeez. So, uh, w- would you like to share your story about street canvassing first? Um, no. Why don't, why don't you go first? Okay, I'll go first. Okay. So, I worked at a bank. Okay. And usually people don't think that a bank is a terrible place to work. No. No, I think banks are okay. And they ca- keep their money. You're in- doing something. You're doing a. You're doing a service for the community. In California, they have banks inside of Walmart supercenters. Okay. So I was working at a bank inside of a Walmart supercenter, um, and I actually have a story about some of the clientele that would roll in and out of this this particular Walmart. Um, I made friends with the undercover shopper while I was there, and he had had a gun pulled on him on two separate occasions. And I don't know why he didn't quit the. $10 an hour job or whatever it was at the time. Probably because of the power. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I can get people. Yeah, exactly. It's until like I, they get their gun out and then, you know. Then he's just like, never mind, I'm not a police officer. Yeah. <laughs> I'll back down. So uh, I was at this Walmart and part of my job was as a banker was to close sales on people that were there just to shop at Walmart. And so I had to convince them to open up checking accounts and get loans. However, a lot of the clientele wouldn't end up qualifying after I convinced them to come into the bank at the front of the store next to the optical center and the the was McDonald's. A, oh, was there a Subway? No, there was a McDonald's. It was a McDonald's. Ah, uh, okay. Which is an important part of the story. So anyway, that was not a very easy job to do, and it wasn't very rewarding because I had to go try to convince shoppers to open a bank account. One day... Early in the morning, we had a sales meeting because sales were down in this particular Walmart supercenter. Socioeconomic status of the neighborhood wasn't real high, so they were worried about loans and and more bank accounts. The manager of the branch decided that day to try the new McDonald's coffees. Those came out like 12 years ago, I want to say. They started serving coffee to compete with Starbucks. Anyway, their initial recipe was awful. So this is like 7.30 in the morning. She takes a sip of coffee and she's like, I'm not drinking this. This is garbage. There's a garbage at the front of the store. She tosses it into the garbage. Okay. We're open until 8 p.m. 
at this branch. One of my strategies was to hand out candy, like mints, to people at the front of the bank so I could then hopefully convince them to open up a bank account. So you're just like, stand, you're just like a hockster, just yeah. with mints? Yes. You're like, hey, here's a mint. Do you want to open up a checking account? So this is pre-2008, so obviously banks were really hawking a lot of stuff at that time. <laughs> oh, right? so you weren't even, you, it wasn't even checking accounts. You're just like, do you want a house? Yeah. I'll give, you a, I'll give you a house loan. You don't have to pay for the first 26 months. Yeah. You yeah. need a, you, you look like you could use a mansion up the road. Yeah. Uh, we'll qualify you. Yeah. Um, it was crazy. So- Yes, I was hawking stuff and trying to get people to come in and sell them on financial products, which, you know, banks get a lot of interest off of that. I didn't know. It's a lot of money. Yeah. So, um, handing out mints, yeah. uh, this this young woman came by and took a mint, opened the wrapper. This was uh, 7 o'clock p.m., yeah. about 11 and a half hours after our initial meeting. Yeah. Throws the uh, wrapper in the trash can, does a double take. And I thought, oh, what did she see in the trash? Yeah. Sometimes people throw valuable things in there. Yeah. She reaches down to her shoulder. Yeah. And pulls out the Mick Cafe <laughs> that your manager, coffee slurry that, I, that your manager had thrown that away. That my manager had thrown away 11 and a half hours earlier. Yeah. And then she starts walking away, but as she's walking away, she takes a sip yeah. out of it and realizes that this is really gross <laughs> because it was probably more disgusting than the initial product that was served to my boss earlier that morning. So she throws it away, and then I asked her if she wanted another mint. <laughs> you were there was, to ask for the mint, really? Well, I was like, do you need another mint? And, you know, but she was already upset because like her... Her treasure turned uh, out to be trash. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Okay. So that was that was a not very good job that okay. I had trying to sell people bank accounts and loans inside of a Walmart Supercenter. Don't ever work at a bank inside of a Walmart. Or actually, just don't work at a bank. Yeah, they're kind stop, of evil. Stop working for the man. Yeah, get out of there, people. Yeah, exactly. Stop. Keep your keep your money under the mattress. Ooh, quit yeah. giving away my secrets. <laughs> Oh man, is it my turn? Yeah, do go I have for to it. talk about? It? I don't know. I've had so many crappy jobs. I don't even know, like, because you said you told me before I came over, like, do you have a story about a crappy job? And I'm and I had to narrow it down. It's it's. Yeah. I've had a lot of really bad jobs, but I think I'm gonna choose. Uh, yeah, I think the not street canvassing. I went door to door canvassing in uh, Minneapolis in the Twin Cities. Ooh, that's yeah. worse than street canvassing. Yeah, I worked for the AFL CIO, so I'd have to. Uh, I would have to get. Um, I had a quota each day of how many members I would get and how much money. So they had basically, I'd have to walk back with so much cash. Mm-hmm. each day and then they would just drop me off in the middle of suburbia and if you've ever been to the twin cities like minneapolis and st paul area is just mostly suburb suburbia like every place around it is just like all of these stupid streets that all like wind and like these mcmansions every place so you'd have to go there and then like knock on the door and then say oh my name's brad i'm with the afl cio or my name's elliot actually my name's elliot i'm with the afl cio right and then um i remember one time um i was having a really bad day and this guy though was outside and he was and he was playing basketball in his in his driveway, right? And then so the whole idea is that, you know, you you try to find the people that like really support the union and then you maximize their support, right? So the guy kind of seemed in dollar figures. In dollar figures, yeah. Yes. So the the guy kind of seems like a union y guy, you know? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he looked like he was on break. <laughs> he looked like he was shooting on hoops. He was shooting hoops, you know. <laughs> and uh so I went there and then like usually you know within like two seconds 
as soon as you say AFL-CIO, whether they hate you or they kind of are okay with you, because you say AFL-CIO, then if they hate you, they like know immediately. They say, get off my property. I've had like people threaten, like during that job, people are like, do you want me to get my gun out? Get off my property right now. I'm like, whoa, you really hate the AFL-CIO. Anyway, so I, I went there and uh, I went up to this guy and, um, and he was shooting hoops and I was just like, hey, how's it going? And he's just like, what do you want? And I'm like, uh, I want to, to talk to you about sustainable jobs and healthcare and all this other stuff. And he's like, who are you, who are you with? And I said, well, I'm with the AFL-CIO, Working America, the community affiliate. And then, you know, and then he's just immediately, he was very, 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 very mean to me. Very mean to me. He said, get off my property and blah, 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 right? And then so I'm like, okay, okay, okay. And then I remember when I was backing up, because I was backing out of his driveway, I stepped on his grass too. And mm-hmm. he was like, that, that's grass not, is not for walking. You get on the sidewalk, and I'm like ah, like that. And then he and then he was saying that he was he might call the cops and stuff. So anyway, mm. I was walking up, I was walking up the street like away from his property, right? And all of a sudden, I hear this dog. Like the entire time when I was talking to him, I heard this dog barking, like this vicious dog, like this you know the vicious dog bark sound, you know that yeah, can only one come from like a eat re- you. like the really angry dog, right? So all of a sudden, I'm walking up the street, and all of a sudden, I turn around, and this massive German Shepherd. Had oh, somehow dang. escaped out of his place because he had just gone inside because he was so angry with me saying the letters AFL CIO that he had just gone inside and given up his <laughs> basketball game. He's just like, whatever, I'm not going to play basketball anymore. Right. So he just like goes, <laughs> ruined my day <laughs> telling me about things I don't like. Yeah, exactly. So he just, he goes in and he must have let the dog out for some reason. I don't know how the dog escaped. But anyway, the dog like started running after me and then i look around and then it's the the suburbs there's no kids like playing outside there's just like nobody it's just empty (laughs) just like just closed garage door and you can maybe hear somebody like barbecuing in the backyard but you can't see anyone you know so i'm just like running away from this german separate eventually he gets a hold of my leg but he doesn't actually get the leg he just gets my pants right and he starts like trying to rip apart my pants and i have a clipboard and i'm like beating the dog in the head like trying to get it to like release its uh release its jaw from my uh you're supposed to stop drop and roll i think Oh, is that what I was supposed to do? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. But anyway, so the dog's so eventually, you. I, So eventually I hit the dog like hard enough and then like the dog kind of like releases and it kind of does this like backwards thing, like, you know, where it's kind of like a... Like, I don't know. Of... I've never been in a standoff with a <laughs> German Shepherd, so I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I must have hit it like enough where it was kind of like thought about itself. Yeah. It was like kind of like, okay, what am I going to do here? And also it was kind of far away from its from its territory by that oh, time because so I like... I'd like ran like three three blocks away. Like, oh, before it latched onto you? Yeah. Dang. Yeah, I was sprinting. But anyway, so so then the guy starts like walking up, um, it, or like running up, kind of like jogging up. And he's like, oh, like screaming the dog's name. I can't remember the dog's name to save my life. But anyway, he's screaming the dog's name, and eventually Cujo. He goes, yeah, Cujo. He's like, Cujo, Cujo, Cujo. He goes up and he runs, he grabs the dog's collar, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, and blah 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 blah, right? And then he, uh, and then he goes, "Oh my God, look at your pants! Did he get you? Did he bite you?" And I'm like, "No, no, it's just, you know, it's just my pants or whatever." And he says, "Well, why don't I give you, why don't I give you just like a couple bucks for these, for for these pants?" And I'm like, and then I like stop and I like look at him and I'm like, "Wait, what?" He's like, "Why don't I give you like just a couple bucks just to buy the pants?" And I'm like, and then I just looked at down and I looked at my quota sheet for the day and I was down like I was down like se- I was down sixty bucks. You know, mm-hmm. to, to like reach my quota for the day to keep my job, and then I and then I like kind of like measured him up, and I was just like, you know what, I'll take the twenty bucks, but you also have to give me sixty for for working America AFL CIO, and you have to become a signature member of the, <laughs> of the union. <laughs> and he got like really, he got like tensed up, and is like, you could tell, you could tell his butthole like just kind of like went up in his <laughs> into his body because he kind of all of a sudden like stood up a little bit higher, just like, and he said, well, I don't really agree with that organization at all. 
I, I don't think I can do that. And I'm just like, well, I don't know. I don't think that this dog will survive me calling the cops and saying that it chased me three blocks and then bit me. <laughs> like, what do you think's going to happen to your dog, man? <laughs> nice. And then, uh, and then, uh, basically, yeah, he, uh, he, he gave me the 60 bucks plus the 20 for the new pants. Bam. And then I actually, the nice thing about the story is that, uh, um, and then I think the statute of limitations is over because this was technically fraud. I, I actually got like another 60 bucks uh, someplace else. So I took like another 40 from him from Working America. And then I just said that he only gave me 20. So I, I pocketed 60 off of the deal. Blackmail. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it was great. I well, at it. least that's how you, I mean, AFL-CIO. Yeah. Way to run uh, an organization that's supposed to be working for the benefit of people. Yeah. Let's give them stressful daily goals and if they don't meet them they're fired yeah yeah exactly and actually uh sorry that i uh because technically he i did i guess i technically did steal from the working america since i took this 40 bucks and i pocketed it but whatever what do you mean well he gave me 60 bucks to become the member and then he gave me an extra 20 for the pants but then when i when i reached my quota later in the night then i took the i took 40 out mm. are you gonna go to jail for this i don't i don't think so this was in 2006 i think no uh. seven so Seven. I think we're I think we're okay. And it's in another state. Yeah, it's in another state. And what well, are you going to do about it? I think you miss you probably are miscounting in your head. Yeah, maybe. Memories are not that accurate. Yeah, for sure. So I think that everything was completely hunky dory, and they can go back and check their books, and all the paperwork is in order. Yes, exactly. They can't prove this. <laughs> <laughs> they can't prove it at all. All right, are we done with story time? Yeah, I think that's a pretty good story. I think you win. I thought trash coffee was going to be, but that's more exciting. Yeah, mine's just gross. I fought. Yeah, I fought a dog. I'm a Dang. human. I beat the dog. Good work. Yeah. Well, Could not you really. beat two dogs? No. Actually, I probably couldn't have beat that dog. If the owner wouldn't have come running, running up the street, I probably would have lost that fight. I thought that you were, I thought when you lived here in Nampa, you were very cavalier about stray dogs walking around. To me, they make me very nervous if I see a pit bull barking and not on a leash and not behind a fence. But for some reason, it didn't seem to phase you as much. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. So obviously, you didn't get PTSD from the deal. No, I didn't. Oh, I, I, although I remember when I was walking, when I used to live near downtown Nampa and I would walk around at night and I had my headphones in, like certain blocks, I would always take out my headphones and just start listening. Oh, just you in know, case. You know, you know that, you know, kind That's of south, south of uh, kind of on 16th Avenue, there's that one neighborhood where it's just only stray dogs. Yeah. It's, they're, not, they're not even strays. They're just, they're, they're owned by somebody, but the, the nobody owner, has a fence or a leash or anything. They're just like, whatever. Like the dog comes and I feed it and then whatever. Hopefully traffic doesn't get too busy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. You well, you for- don't, that's surprising you don't have PTSD from that ordeal, though. You still like dogs and yes. one tried to eat you. No, well, it's just a. That's good. Yeah. So PTSD cure is how much? 40 bucks? Yeah. Well, I guess, yeah, 40 bucks. And I mean, they should probably plus be the doing- job thing. Yeah, yeah. Like you the, should, you should. I got probably... to keep the do- I got to keep my job for the twenty bucks. You know. Yeah, that's I, perfect. Yeah, yeah. So that's something that people need to look into, like the clinicians and psychologists and psychiatrists. I think. Yeah. Just immediately, like, the... <laughs> <laughs> if somebody comes in complaining of PTSD, just give them forty bucks. <laughs> no, no, no. It has to be the perpetrator has to give forty. bucks. Oh yeah, the perpetrator. Yeah. So those of you who want to get away with <laughs> with something awful, I can't go down this avenue. <laughs> Maybe we should leave that for another podcast. It, huh? wasn't, it wasn't a violent crime. I gave I gave her forty bucks afterwards. <laughs> that totally takes care of the PTSD. It's even forty bucks. Oh my gosh! All right, ready for a joke from a hat? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Take a joke from a hat when you read it. I'll bet that you make someone laugh. It's a joke from a hat. All right. Today's hat is like 
I think it's supposed to be black, but it's faded and it's got a white band on it and it has Is this wool? A label. No, this is not wool. I think it's just fleece and something else. Okay. Some other fabric. A young baseball cap looked up at his doting father and asked, Am I special? His dad replied, Yes, my boy. Every hat is unique because child labor is inconsistent. <laughs> I knew I'd get you on that one. Every, All right. Sorry, I feel like I have to say that again. Uh, because child labor is inconsistent. <laughs> yes, <laughs> child labor is inconsistent. Thank you for joining us today on Treasure Valley Podcast. Be sure to visit www.lowergentrystudios.com to catch back episodes of this podcast, our web series Canyon County, our feature film Brown Truck, and our other feature film We Speak. Thank you all for tuning in, and we'll see you again next week. Yeah, peace.